0: Good morning, everybody. Scott Caldwell with you back once again with the Indiana State Fair series. The State Fair may be over, but the memories still linger on, and so I've been meeting with some people here at the fair, and this time I get to talk with Gwen Mize, who's the Indiana State Fair president. Gwen, how you doing?
1: I'm well, Scott. I'm good. very well, thanks.
0: Which is awesome to hear, like the last couple of days of the State Fair, you, you've made it, right? right? Yeah. Right. That's good. So, for our listeners, you know, you and I have known each other for a while, but for our listeners, what's your ag background and and stuff? What do you do outside of State Fair?
1: Well, I was raised on a grain and livestock farm, mainly swine, and went to college at Purdue University to get my animal science degree. I thought I wanted to be a youth educator, and partway through my senior year, those requirements changed, so I worked at a bank for two years, and I thought... I'm just missing working with youth, missing working in agriculture, so I went back to Purdue and finished my ag education degree, which I had started when I was there the first time, and this, I just began my 33rd year as being an agriculture teacher and FFA advisor.
0: So... And, and what school are you at?
1: I'm at Manchester Junior Senior, Senior High School yeah. in North Manchester, Indiana.
0: So kind of that northeastern part of Indiana. Correct. Right in there for our listeners, if you're not sure where that is. But So been doing that for a while there. What's your favorite part about teaching?
1: My favorite part about teaching agriculture is seeing kids' light bulb go on. And what I mean by that is mm-hmm. they're learning something new. They're not quite sure what it means. And all of a sudden, when they get it, it's that aha moment where they mm. understand exactly what it is we're trying to teach them about in school. And also the fact that the, my non-traditional students will mm. all of a sudden understand the value and importance mm. of agriculture in their everyday life. So those mm. are my two favorite things about teaching.
0: Those moments when their eyes all of a sudden widen just a little bit, that eyebrow moves a little, and that's that light bulb moment, right? Like Correct. You can see it. Yes. And you go, all of a sudden, it... it they're clear, right? And that's you're right. That's such a cool thing to see. Yes. Now, outside of ag teaching, what is your involvement with agriculture? What do you, what does the family do, or anything with that? Or
1: sure. When my kids were in 4-H, they both showed cattle and hogs and sheep for just a few years, but um, really, really, really loved the cattle part of it. And so they both started showing heifers. We then started keeping those heifers, and the kids now have their own small cow herd. So we are, I guess you could say, small beef cattle operators. Yep. My husband is involved in the co-op system. He manages okay. Ag Plus. My son our son is a um wholesale B, a wholesale rep for BASF okay. in northern Indiana. And our daughter is and agriculture assistant marketing manager for Cisco Seeds.
0: So keeping all that agriculture in the family so, right yes, there. Yes, we're That's a awesome. family
1: of agriculture people, but we all yeah. have different interests in yeah. that
0: field. And then somehow or another, in the midst of all that, you got connected with the state fair. How did that happen?
1: Well, when I was probably 15 or 16 years old, I remember telling my dad one time, we showed here, my family showed here, my siblings and I, okay. and then um, we raised our kids, and they both went through 10 years of 4-H showing at the state fair, but I remember telling my dad when I was, I'm going to say, 15 or 16 years old, someday I'm going to be on the Indiana State Fair board, and he said, really, really, you think you want to do that, and I said, I really do, dad, wow. I really do. So. Six years ago in September, I ran for a spot from our district and was fortunate enough to get the election, and I've been serving on the State Fair Board ever since. So I have two more years to serve, so 24 and 25, and then it will be someone else's turn.
0: Okay. So I got to admit, I grew up as a 10-year foreacher. My dad was an extension educator. We had shown here at the State Fair. My kids have shown I don't know much about the State Fair Board. So you say there's districts and they're elected? Explain that to me.
1: Every district has an elected member to the board and an appointed member to the board. Okay. The elected members are obviously elected by different agriculture groups within that district. So it might be a Farm Bureau Board. It might be the Extension Homemakers. It might be Master Gardeners. Those groups all turn in a... Um, application so that they can send people to vote. Mm-hmm. The appointed people are appointed by the office of the governor. Okay. And so each district has two people.
0: Okay. That's cool. And and so you're on a, for a limited time and you're off. Is it one time in your life or do you have to be off and rotate on? How does that look?
1: Good question. So each term is four years. You can run two four-year terms consecutively mm-hmm. or you could do four, sit out four, and do another four if you wanted okay. to do that. I chose to do my two terms consecutively,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, was really involved, and really things were moving and changing, right. and so I wanted to keep that ball rolling.
0: Right. So in that, so eight years in a lifetime, so... Correct. Right? So you get that eight done, and then you get to watch it happen. Exactly. Interesting. Exactly. So pluses and minuses on that, I'm sure.
1: Yeah. There are... Um, I'm happy to serve, thrilled to serve, honored and humbled to serve. Um, but it will be okay when the eight years are up to let someone else do it, and it will be fun to sit back and watch the, and see what changes they make, or you know what things that maybe we did pretty good, and they keep, mm-hmm. keep going with them.
0: Awesome, so we're gonna take a quick break for a word from our sponsor, and when we get back, we're gonna talk more about what the State Fair Board does, because I'm sure a lot of people know the County Fair Board, State Fair Board, we'll see what that's like. We'll be right back.
2: Are you receiving the correct cash rent? Is there improvements that could be made to increase your return from your farmland investment? Take advantage of the current strong ag economy and let us help you evaluate your farming operation and maximize your investments. At Halderman Real Estate and Farm Management, we bring over 90 years of experience and knowledge to the table. We listen and can understand your farming goals. We offer advice, recommendations, solutions, and create a plan on how we can help you meet your needs and goals. Take advantage of the current strong ag economy. Contact Chris or Lauren Peacock or Craig Springmeyer and let us help you evaluate your farming operation and maximize your investment. Experience, knowledge, and professionalism. Contact Halderman today at Halderman.com.
0: All right, Scott Caldwell with you back once again, speaking with Gwen Mize, the Indiana State Fair Board President. Gwen, talk to me a little bit about what the duties are of the fair board then. What do you do here? Is it just during the fair? I'm assuming there's, a, there's an all-year part, or what's that look like?
1: Well, you're right. We do have um, work that we do all year long. We have one fair board meeting per month okay. at the state fairgrounds in Indianapolis, and then there are different committees within the fair board um, association, and so each fair board member has to serve on—excuse <clears throat> me—serve on a minimum of at least one committee. Okay. So there's the livestock committee. There is the um, competitive events committee. There's the there's the um, county fairs okay. committee. And there is.
0: We put you on the spot here, didn't I? I got you. <laughs> Sorry.
1: Um,
0: It'll come to you. Oh, right? um, fundraising. Oh, fundraising. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yes, big one. Okay. So then, during the state fair, you're all here and helping with activities during the whole time. Is everybody here, even the appointed officials? Is everybody on the grounds all the time?
1: Yes, everyone has an assignment. Everyone has a a place to be. Something that they help the superintendents do. So. My position here. I'm the um, director of the sheep and the goat barns. Okay. And then there is a superintendent, Cindy Cunningham, of the sheep. There's a superintendent of the goats, and that's Linda Barnett. And so the the three of us work hand in hand to make the sheep and the goat shows run, okay, hopefully very smoothly <laughs> and well. And then, of course, every building has their staff that works with them. So okay. So, all That's of us, good. all 17 of us, have a responsibility here on the grounds.
0: Okay. So, how, I'm trying to figure out how I want to word this here. I just all of a sudden talked myself into a corner. Um, but you just say you're here and you're everybody your and you're doing that work. And so, let's talk about you being president then, I guess is where I want to go. How does the officer work for that? Is I mean, you get elected from the district and you're on the fair board. How do you guys select the officers? For so,
1: the, the officer team, which would be the president, the vice president, and the secretary. Are elected by the members of the State Fair Board. Okay. So in October we have our election process, and your office runs for one year. So from October to October, and then, <clears throat> excuse me, you decide if you want to do it the next year, or um, you know if you don't want to do it, someone else is welcome to do it. We can run against each other. It's a it's a very friendly. Um, Helpful kind of election process.
0: Okay, awesome. So in your time on the Fair Board, what would you say is the coolest thing that you've been a part of or seen happen?
1: Wow, there are so, so many things. I think one of those would be getting to present a lifetime pass mm. to some people that I knew their parents when they were small children Mm -hmm. and being able to honor their parents with that lifetime pass was wonderful Uh, another thing and and maybe my favorite thing is all of the friends that i've made Mm -hmm. not only the Fairborn friends that i've made but also like linda and cindy and all the people within this barn all the people the exhibitors and their families that i've become friends with i was just outside a little bit ago and one of the owners of a sheep farm left, and so I was waving to him, you know, <laughs> when he left. And six years ago, I didn't even know who that man was. And so, just making those connections, making those friends, building those relationships—I like that a lot.
0: All right, now I'm going to ask you a question here, and feel free to say no comment, and that's fine. Okay. Is there any breaking news or anything that you could tell us? Something that cool that the state fair is coming in the future? Anything you got planned that you or that you're hoping for? Or?
1: Well, this isn't a secret, but I can tell you that the National Pork Expo is going to be held here in 2024 and
0: 2025. Wow.
1: Nice. Yes. And so that's the one that usually takes place in Iowa. Right. But they have been here. They have seen our new Indiana Farm Bureau Fall Creek Pavilion.
0: Which is amazing. I walked in and just stopped and stood.
1: We're incredibly proud of that so that the new hog barn if you will mm-hmm. is um it's turned out to be a wonderful 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 project and so when nsr national swine registry saw that they were you know hey we want to come and so for the next two awesome. years we're going to be able to host that That's so amazing. super excited about yeah. that opportunity
0: wow so folks check that out if you haven't gotten here to the state fair to see that building. This would be another chance to come and be able to see it. And and a lot of events, of course, going on throughout the year, things, but the State Fair stuff and the connections, that's really cool. All right, so Gwen, I could probably talk to you all day about stuff going on with State Fair, but we don't have the time for it, unfortunately. Right. You've got duties to do. But before I let you go, I've got to ask you the same question I ask everybody to end the program, and that is, what's something you wish you had known when you were younger?
1: Something I wish I had known when I was younger... Would be to never take relationships of people for granted. Mm. Wow. Um, I I always want to know who I'm talking to and and get to know that person better. But those few times where and they're really quite the most painful times where you know you realize that you're not going to get to talk to said person ever again. Yeah. And gosh, did I did I listen enough? Did I learn enough? Did I Was I kind enough? Did I, was I a good friend? Was I the kind of person I would want someone to treat me like? So I never miss those opportunities anymore. Um, Making time for people, listening to them, being present Mm -hmm. when I'm with them and when I'm talking to them. That's the one thing that I wish I could tell my younger self. (laughs) Don't take those times for granted because you never know when they may end.
0: That's, that's. Uh, wow, that's really that's good. I'm impressed with that. So, definitely great advice for everybody. So, folks, take that in mind. Talk to those people. Keep those value those relationships that you've got, and don't forget to take time this week to be able to tell your story, to agriculture story, because they deserve to be heard. But this has been Scott Caldwell talking with Gwen Mize, the president of the Indiana State Fair Board. Gwen, thank you so much, and have a great last day or so of the fair, and uh, great times in the future.
1: Great, thanks, Scott.
0: Talk to you later, folks.